Right in the pocket, Dave. Right in the pocket. Thank you, boys. No, Dave. Welcome to the Modernly Interesting Podcast with my dad and his friends. Hope you enjoy. So what's uh, so what's beautiful about this is that I now have a subscription to Adobe Editor, excellent, which gives me AI voice editing. So whatever we do here, I put it in there, and it cleans up all the background noise, all oh, wow. Brian's breathing into the mic. Like it takes all that stuff out. And comes Are you out. paying for that with like, all of the like, revenue from the the our ads? That's where, the, that's where that money's coming from. Excellent. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like ten bucks. Cool. A year or something like that. So I like that. You gonna write? You gonna write that off? Tax right off. I like it. All right. Can we advertise Bud Light? Tonight's sponsor is Bud Light. All right. What's up, David? Not much. Man, I have I have texted you more <laughs> in the last in the last three weeks than I think I did all last year combined period. I even like helped train your dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you guys remember back in the day when you only were allowed a certain amount of text messages before you had to start spending a quarter for every one of them? Yeah, no okay. joke. And you had to monitor your uh, minutes that you talked on the phone? Roaming. Yeah. Make sure. Peak and off peak. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You were talking to somebody between six and seven? You must be rich. I know, right? And then if you talked after that time when you were still on the phone, it still hit the uh, early hour time? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Round yeah. up. That's right. I remember. So I was. Uh, what a time to be alive. When I was in uh, like high school, junior high, I was um, like in. Our church pastor had a daughter from previous marriage that lived in Indiana, and he was our pastor in Columbia. And so every summer she'd come down. So, like, we had a thing, you know, long distance. I was probably trying more than what she wanted, you know, because I wanted, you know. Anyway, I got so, got so in trouble from my dad because it was, like, so many long-distance calls. One, one summer or one winter because she had left, and I was calling her and talking to her for hours at a time. So it was. You thought it was love, man. Yeah. The heart wants what it wants, man. And then your dad says, stop doing that shit. Cost too much money. Uh-huh. When my parents got that first bill, they looked at me like, uh, no, this is done. <laughs> Toast. <laughs> no more. Go All play right. with your friends outside. Uh-huh. All right. David, so, great to see you again. Yeah, thanks for coming back on the show. Absolutely. Right. Thanks for having me back. Good to see you guys. Yeah. Steven's done a little bit of work down here, you know. Just try a little. Uh, little more step it up room. a little bit. A little, little more L. Hey, listen. Oh, so, I, so I went down the uh, YouTube rabbit hole. Yes. Okay. And apparently you're supposed to put lights behind you mm. to help elevate the color. Like it's. It, it's working. It, it's I've done way too much research and <laughs> and going to uh, uh, Goodwill and picking up uh, stands for uh, ring lights. So, Beautiful. But I got you a ring light. You did. And it did make a difference. It did. I will say that. No more nose shots, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so, all right. So, what's new with you, Dave? Uh, what's new? What's new? Um, a lot of the same old, same old, right? Yeah. Still doing the teaching thing. Um, I gave up my plan hour this semester, so I've uh, probably given myself a little more headache with less time to plan and less time to do things, but at the same time, still actually teaching more classes. Mm-hmm. Um, plus running a campaign, plus two kids, plus dog that runs around all over the place and still eats stuff. We're working on it. He's getting better. He is getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, taking taking a lot more walks with him. Um, but yeah, I mean, a, a lot is the same. But at, at the same time, a lot has uh, changed in a year. I've definitely got a greater appreciation for running a campaign. Um, 
and know more what it takes. And I, I still got that itch to try and do it again. So, so you are running for Winsville School District uh, Board of Education, which April second is the next election. Yep, April second. I'm uh, I'm giving another go. I came what sixty five votes shy from making it last time, and I'm like, yep. you know what? All the same things ring true as as why I ran in the first place, and I came that close. I can't not give it another shot. I love that. April second. April second is, is the voting date, and when is the deadline to register to vote? March sixth. All right. So it's the fourth Wednesday before the election. Oh, also, uh, from personal experience, make sure when you register to vote, you look at your sample ballot to make sure it's correct. Um, <laughs> when I was, when I got my sample ballot in 2022, my maybe it was because I lived like right on the boundary of the Wentzville School District, but my, um, my ballot had the Fort Zumwalt school board race on it. And so I emailed the election board and I was like, hey, this is not right. I am voting in the Whitsville School District. And they um they responded and they agreed that that was wrong. So they said, you know, we'll make sure it's on election day, it'll be it'll be fixed. So I got there on election day, got my ballot, still had the Fort Zumwalt race. So I went to the to the guy at the poll the volunteer's like yeah and I'm kind of like I'm not leaving until this gets fixed and so he he spent about 20 minutes on the phone with the election authority and I was able to you know I I brought any kind of proof I could bring that I lived in the Wentzville school district and it all eventually worked out nice job sticking to your guns yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was, was that be was that the year Julie ran yeah yeah that's why yeah getting that vote uh so I wouldn't have gone through all Julie <laughs> really wasn't running. Yeah. So you wonder, though, with with yours, how many others might have been mm-hmm. in that yeah. same boat? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I and think it was so, on purpose too. I mean, okay. So I'll go back to election uh, integrity, and that's just it. So, like, I will go back to that real quick. Uh-huh. Like, there are cases where things aren't correct. Yep. And there's never going to be a hundred percent foolproof system. Mm-hmm. But like you called and proactively mm-hmm. tried to get it fixed before election day, and they still got it wrong. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of stuff does bother me. Yeah. Now I don't think um, China is um, you know hacking into the Dominion systems and mm-hmm. changing votes and flipping votes for you know Trump versus Biden or Biden versus Trump. But like there is a level of I don't know like discrepancy sometimes, and we need to like we need to make sure as a mm-hmm. country that we keep these in, yeah integrity. The integrity yeah. of the election there, mm-hmm. sure. So, uh, so David, you're um, you're running for school board again, which I applaud you. Yes, thank you, thank you. Jumping back in the ring because it is a definitely a hard road uh, for the season. What is so besides that you were so close last year? What are some of the things you're thinking, or what's what's some of the things that you think are bringing you back to the table that you've seen? maybe with the school board that was elected last year, that how things are functioning now? So, yeah. So what I've seen a lot of is they're trying to micromanage um, more than what a school board should be doing, right? I mean, it's, in my mind, a school board is there to to govern, which I didn't know what that meant last year until I looked it up. Um, Governance versus uh, operations. Yes. Um, so seeing kind of, some of the some of the policies and things that they're trying to push through and things that they're trying to to look at like 
you, and again, being in education, I've got a little bit of a different lens, but I know that administration, the educators, the support staff, all of them have at heart wanting to do what's right for the kids. So when I see that their hours upon hours upon hours of professional experiences being questioned about how they're trying to do things, like, no, that's not what, not not what's going to make them happy. It's not what's going to um, show them appreciation, right? In today's environment where a number of teachers are leaving for various reasons, up at the top of that list is just not feeling valued and appreciated. Now, that's not to say that, you know, everything that, that the staff does is 100% doesn't need to be checked, but when you're nitpicking to the finest detail about why is this being spent here, why is this doing this, when the experts who are trained and have learned how to utilize the best resources possible and to, and to have the best curriculum, the best, you name it, in place for our students, when you're second guessing the time and energy and the everything that they put into it, that that bothers me. Um, so I'm, I'm again, I'm running again because same as I thought last year, same as I, I believe this year is having the, the voice of a teacher on a school board just to me makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I know past administrators have been on boards, Wentzville's included. Um, I just, I feel like, especially in today's climate where teachers and staff are just attacked left and right, having that that voice on the inside that can speak to, here's what it's really like, here's what's going to help, that'll be a, a, a very much needed voice. Well, it seems very reasonable that with with any board in any business, you'd probably want some type of representation from the people that are being impacted directly. So I, I love that you want to get involved with this because teachers don't have a whole lot of extra time typically. So the fact that you're willing to spend the valuable time that you do have trying to make a difference for your, your colleagues and the community is, uh, that's admirable. Well, thank you. Yeah, um, it's, it's definitely, it's as I always have a hard time saying no to stuff. Um, I, I know guys I, like that. Every, every teacher has a hard time saying no to stuff. Um, right. I, I think over the years I've, I've learned to say no in certain areas. Um, part of me is second guessing the fact that I'm teaching on plan this semester. Um, but the reason why I did it is because I wanted our, my students to have the opportunity to continue to take the classes that we offer. So in the end, any decision that I make, it has nothing to do with politics. It has nothing to do with my own personal beliefs. It has everything to do with what's going to be the best for the kids. Can you talk a little bit about your background in education, your current sure. state, how long you've been doing it? Thanks sure. like that for anybody that maybe uh, doesn't know you. Yeah. So it, I, I kind of pinch myself because I've now been um, pup teaching public high school now for the last 15 years, which I don't feel like I'm that old, but my students remind me how old I am sometimes. It goes quick, partner. Goes oh, yes, quick. it does. Yes, Especially it does. Especially when we reflect on um, how cell phones used to charge for text messages. Like, that also hit me like, hey, we are that old. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I've been teaching public high school for 15 years. Before that, um, I spent a couple of years at Emanuel Lutheran in Wentzville. I did athletics. Uh, I did their, I was their PE teacher and athletic director um, for, yeah, for three years, three, four years. Um, and then before that, I did some coaching off and on, but I wasn't, I was in more of the sports realm. I worked in retail for Finish Line, worked for the River City Rascals, kind of got some some real world experience post high school, um, which is what being able to carry that into the classroom in my mind is huge. I don't, I don't think I could have come out straight of undergrad and been as effective and as good of a teacher 
as I am now based on the experiences that I had going into it. Um, so yeah, so along with, along with teaching, um, I've been basketball coach, baseball coach, golf coach, um, but well, never did track, never did football. Um, but I'm also our, um, future business leaders of the America, um, advisor. I've done that for officially, this is my third year. Um, but I helped my department head for just about every year that I taught prior to that. Um, but she passed the baton to me as she's nearing retirement. So I take that on now. So you talk about free time outside of, outside of school, uh, uh, there's not too much free time in my day. Even if I wasn't running a campaign, there's still not a whole lot of free time when getting up at school before my kids get up and then I get home in time just to get them off the bus and do homework and, and stuff with them and they're getting older, so they're getting involved in, in different things. Um, so yeah, definitely definitely a full plate, but again, I don't think I could handle sitting around doing nothing as much as I would enjoy some free time now and then. It's just, it to me, it's... I'd rather be able to do what I can do now than sit back and wonder, well, what if I would have done? I love that. Fill in the blank. No regrets, right? Yeah. No regrets. No wow. Regrets. We appreciate you spending time with us, you know, yeah. for sure. You could be at home watching, I don't know. You got any shows you're watching right now? Uh, any time well, for Well, yeah. Young Sheldon comes back tonight. Okay. Final so, season? Final, final season. Okay. I'm, I'm anxious to find out how they're going to, how they're going to conclude it all or what they're going to, I hear there's going to be a spinoff. A spinoff of the spinoff, right? I was right? just going to say, yeah. yeah. Yeah, apparently it's going to follow um, Georgie and his his career path. Gosh, so I'm, we're holding you back from that right now. Uh, no, you're Honored. Good. You're good. See, Honored. By, by being here, though, it's being recorded. DVR, right? Who would have thought of that back when we had the pay plan cell phones? Um, it had to record it out of VCR and then yeah. fast forward through the commercials. You get in trouble for recording over your parents' soap opera and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, guilty more than once. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's being recorded, so I'll watch it later. Beautiful. If I can stay awake to watch it, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll have that to look forward to tonight. My wife's got me, uh, catching up on The Handmaid's Tale okay. right now. Uh-huh. It's kind of dystopian-esque. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's wild. It's uh, wild. But she's seen it, and so I'm trying to get caught up before this last season. It makes me feel kind of weird after watching it, but it's, it's good. It, it's really it's weird. Like, weird. It's what, dark. What platform dystopian. is it on? Hulu. Hulu. Okay. Uh, so Julie's into a, um, it's called The Bear, and it's about a Won uh, some awards cook. recently. Yeah, so it's about like a cook in Chicago and how his brother owned a restaurant and he was a, like a high-end chef somewhere else, and then he came in and took over the restaurant, and it's like terrible, like service and people hate each other and stuff like that. Anyway, so anyway, it's a pretty cool drama. I, I've watched a few episodes like sitting there, but like, uh, I just- I got nothing I can watch right now. I just got we've got so much going on. I've been watching the Ted series on Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really good. Like I was expecting it to be terrible. I don't have a lot of time, especially this time of year, because we're getting into like sports season for the kids, you know. Yeah. So I can I only have time for like one show at a time, you know. So I'm hoping I'll get through these by June. How many know? seasons are there? There's three, I think. Okay. Coming out with a fourth. We'll see, you know. I usually stay up late and sacrifice sleep to watch an episode or something like that, you know, but, you know, we all do. We're all grinding. I oh, get yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. what's going on right now for you in the campaign and get, yeah. getting out there? What's, uh, where you at? Um, so we just had last week, um, I went to the uh, Holt Feeder uh, Showcase and Roundtable, got mm-hmm. the chance to tour, tour Heritage um, Primary and to see how badly it needs to be. It needs some tender, loving care for sure. 
Um, so hearing the, di the, vis the district's vision on, on what they would like to see happen there. Um, we've been to, we've had one uh, PTA meeting so far that we've, we've been at for a community forum. It was great to be able to get out and meet with all those folks. Um, we've got some more coming up uh, here pretty soon. Um, I, actually, this this week is really focused on on getting ourselves ready to get out and start knocking doors. We got our, our literature in. Um, so this weekend, I'm actually off school tomorrow. Hopefully not a snow day. If I do, if the kids have a snow day, then they'll be coming with me. Um, but we're going to go hit some doors over tomorrow and over the weekend. Just try and get out and meet as many people as we can. I met a handful of my neighbors um, on Super Bowl Sunday. Had a chance to chat with them before the big game. Excellent. Um, so yeah, just getting getting boots on the ground. I've I've had a lot of support this year, which has been great. Um, I definitely when I ran last year, I felt like I was always behind the eight ball doing stuff. Um, this year, I've, I definitely feel a lot more prepared. I kind of know what to expect, but at the same time, things are different um, in a good way. And so, just trying to get trying to get the word out as much much as we can, right? To getting things on social media, um, just trying to try to meet as many many community residents as possible. Because I again, I the district is so huge. Being able to meet everybody, being able to get different perspectives, um, being a high school teacher. I mean, I know what high school teachers need, but talking to elementary and middle school and administrators and parents and grandparents and just everybody just trying to get get in touch with as many people as possible. Um, I've had a little more chance too this year, again, having a better framework and know what's going on. I've been able to reach out to some of the community leaders. Um, I reached out to the mayor, reached out to some of the board of aldermen just to get their perspective on things and what, what they see the district and what, what kind of needs and things that they have. So um, it's been good, been good to be able to, to get out there and again, meet as many people because, you know, I'm not just representing my kids, my school, but I represent the entire district. So making sure that I can have a pulse on, on what everybody needs. That's great. Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest difference, you answered one of some of the stuff I was going to ask you just now, but two months out from the election last year, how do you feel this year as opposed to that? If you can take yourself back in time? Oh man. Um, I definitely feel more prepared knowing what's going to come, but at the same time, I already know I'm already in, in kind of sleep deprived mode. I know it's only going to get worse, but in a good way. Right. I mean, in my mind, it's, and it goes too with teaching. Like if I'm trying to plan something out, trying to look, look ahead, like I need that. I, I like having that deadline in front of me knowing, okay, here's, here's what's, what the objective is. Here's what we need to do to get it done and just go, 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 go until you get to that, to that point. Um, cause again, same as last year, I knew I, I didn't want to leave, leave anything in the tank. I was going to give it everything that I had, which I did as best I could. Um, I'm taking that same approach this year. I'm not going to look back on, on April 3rd and wonder what if I would have done X, Y, Z. Um, but I, I think again, this year, having, having built up a base to help me to, to support, to throw ideas off of, to then have that same group this year plus more is what helps me feel like things are in even better track this year. Excellent. Well, it's like, it's such a, such a sprint too. like in six weeks, this will all be, I know it, it's crazy to think, <laughs> think how, how much buildup there is. And then it's go, 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 go. And then it's, you're right. You blink and it's done. Right. Like, you, you know, the end is in sight mm -hmm. uh, and you just got to give it everything you can mm -hmm. until then. And 
whatever whatever it takes. Yeah. Well, and up to this point, you've been doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes, you know, getting your yard signs ordered, getting the flyers done. Um, so people didn't um, see you out and about the first few months since because signups for the Board of uh, Education are in December. Correct. Yeah. Yes. They, uh, they run from the first, roughly the first Tuesday in December all the way up until um, I think this year it fell the day after Christmas was when it when everything closed. Last year, I think it was the day before Christmas, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then and I noticed I have noticed lately that there's been a lot more social media presence. Um, that there's more, I think you guys now have an Instagram, uh, account, uh, TikTok. We do. We do. I, I, I never thought when I, when I first heard what Instagram and TikTok and stuff was that I would ever go that route. Granted when I graduated college, like Facebook wasn't a thing. Um, like you had to have a college ID in order to get an account and I was already graduated from college, so I couldn't get Facebook. Um, which was probably a good thing for, for quite a while. Oh, we definitely, uh-huh. uh, we definitely... <laughs> Made it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, then over time, I actually, I have a, uh, a Twitter account that I started using for school. Um, and that was kind of my one social media. And then I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm, again, when I started running last year, everybody was like, go to Facebook, get, get, get involved there. So I uh, started with Facebook last year. I didn't branch out from that. Um, and this year, definitely taking advantage of, again, any avenue uh, to get, to get my message out as, as best as possible. Cause I know, Voters of all ages um, engage in different in different forms of media. So, yeah, absolutely. What um uh, for people that maybe don't know your platform or like your message, you know, like what are some of the main main things you stand for? Main things that you want to do, you know, on this board, and we'll kind of go from there. And how does that match up with who you are as a person? Yeah. So, like I said, as a teacher, my heart is is for the kids. Um, I want to make sure that that the students have and the, and the teachers and the staff for that. I mean, they're, they're the ones that are helping create our future leaders. Um, so for me, making sure that every student has access to the material that they need. Um, I've got a couple of kids, both of my kids have had either had or have, um, an IEP or 504. So knowing the process that goes into those, making sure that the kids that need them have those resources, have those plans in place to help them learn, um, but also knowing that a number of kids don't qualify for those services and still need, still need that extra, uh, that extra help to help them to be able to, to learn the material. Um, so that's, that's very near and dear to my heart. Um, also as an educator, I am very passionate about from the secondary level, making sure that our kids have multiple career path opportunities. Uh, I love the pathways program that Wenzel's come out with. I would love to see that grow and just blow up because in my mind and I tell my my students like not every kid's meant to go on to college I know some parents might cringe at that um, but if we sent everybody to college we're not going to have a diverse workforce and have all of the have all the necessary industries and jobs that we need a lot of the trade jobs yeah a lot, a lot of the trades well and I I think that's especially important now because there's there has to be such a consideration considering how expensive it is to go away to college to make sure that that is truly the right investment for for your kid. Make it easily go a hundred thousand in yeah. the hole, mm-hmm. and I you spent four years trying to figure out what you want to do, and it's yeah. like mm, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, easily, easily. So I know I know they're again they're they're building that pathways program, um, but making sure that we've got connection with industry. We've got lots of great industries in the area, you know, cooking those kids up with apprenticeships or internships and just showing them that 
there's alternate career paths. Um, cause even though I, I tell my students, like not all of you are meant to go to college, but 100% you need to do something to make yourself more marketable. And by doing that, then that employer has to pay you more and makes them want you more as an employee. So, um, I'm, I'm very passionate about that. Uh, I cut in real quick. I think yeah. that kind of goes into why public education is so crucial is that we're building the workforce of the future. We're building the people that are going to take our place in the workforce. And to have that infrastructure there that you can reach that many kids and give them a shot, a chance to do well in society is a is a huge thing. Yeah. And that's why public education matters and why we need to definitely push to have it run well. Yes. Well, and, and like you said, public education is there for the kids. Like as a as a public school district, we don't turn any kids away. Right. I had my son turned away from a private preschool because he had an IEP. Like public school district can't do that. Like they they take you as you are and help you the best with with the resources that are there. So that's why again my heart is is so much into into public education. And I didn't start out um, as a teacher, right? I went to four years of undergrad. In hindsight, if I would have done something differently, then maybe I wouldn't have had extra extra student loans and things to to get my teaching degree. But I didn't go undergrad to be a teacher. I was going to go be the general manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. Perfect. Then I realized you have to be. We'll a, take it. We have to be a. <laughs> right now, yeah. Yeah. Anymore, I, anymore. I don't know if I want uh, if I want Mo's job. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I realized you have to be a salesman in order to to make it really in that industry, and you couldn't yep. you couldn't pay me enough to get somebody to buy something. I don't know if it was because when I was working for the Rascals at that time, that was the last year of Old Bush Stadium and the first year of New Bush Stadium. If that had something to do with it, and just if people wanted to spend money, they were going. They were going downtown or what, but just selling, selling to sell, to make a paycheck, to make a living just did not jive with me. It would actually make me physically ill. Mm -hmm. Um, but I got into education through that. I met people that were in education and they kind of got to know me and they're like, you should, you should check out this teaching thing. And looking back, I, I, I can't see myself doing anything else. Like I, I just can't, but maybe one day when I retire, I'm going to go work on a golf course. (laughs) <laughs> or more like play golf. Play, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully my wife will make enough money that I can just retire and go play on the golf course. But yep. well, well, as a teacher, you can retire early too, right? Yes. So there you go. Missouri's <laughs> retirement system is very good from what I continue to hear. And I hope it stays that way. Rule 80. Keep it going. It is uh, good. Oh. Yeah. It is. It is of, one of the best kind in the country. Yeah. The, re- the retirement system is. Right. Yeah. Teacher starting pay. Right. Yeah. That's a whole different yeah. topic. But a, a retirement system, we have one of the best in the country five what's it what's it called five something what's the psrs psrs the psrs psrs okay. yep okay. Um, what's our hey steven i haven't even asked you what's our retirement plan look like on the podcast i haven't seen any of the benefits yeah where's my uh, when do we get 401k match. you you get you get beer oh perfect. that's about all you get well, that's also <laughs> that's all you get. valuable yeah delicious exactly. especially with the price of everything nowadays it's pretty good yeah now that's good so you 15 years in Yep. And want to do more. Want to do more. Want to look at ways to give back. Yeah. Um, when you look at the current state of the board, um, do you feel like there is any representation for what you're trying to push right now, or do you feel like you would be a completely new voice? Like, is there anybody else that's really thinking about the kids? You know, or just as far as policy, like, do you feel like it's lacking in certain areas, or 
you know, what is there anything that when you you get on the team that's just, just you want to go all in right away where you see their needs yeah. immediate attention? Um, well, I mean, so obviously there's no, like I mentioned, there's no current or past educators on the board. Um, but I definitely I definitely get a sense from those that I've been able to, to talk to uh, from being at board meetings and just, you know, having conversations with them before and afterwards too. Like there's, there's definitely members that, that have kids at heart mm-hmm. and are there for the right reasons. Um, which I know there's also those that at least from, from the things they've said and done, like I don't quite get that same vibe. Um, but I know as a board member, I'm one of seven voices, Sure, right? I can't do anything myself. Um, so something that I feel like I am fairly good at and have gotten better at over the years again because I can't turn away any kid that comes in my classroom no matter what perspective what what viewpoint they bring like being able to bring people together and be able to talk through a situation and talk through a problem I feel like is something I'm fairly good at and and listening to different perspectives and again not that it's going to change my mind but have it I at least have an open mind to to see what is there and see what we can pull to try and come to a common ground to move together I think that's the biggest thing and I think what what the community wants is the board to stop fighting and to find solutions that are good and have the kids' best interest at heart. Yeah. No, I, I I agree with that way of thinking because just because you're on a team with somebody doesn't mean you guys all have to be friends. I mean, truthfully, if you guys all had the same viewpoint, then no work's going to get done either, right? So you really just want to have the perspectives. But you've got to be able to balance the emotion of that with like, hey, listen, just because I disagree with you, it doesn't mean I, I think you're a terrible person but we have to talk through these things and i need to understand where you're coming from because that's one of the things that frustrates me when i I do watch some of these board meetings online it's like i don't know i don't know the why behind what what you're doing you know what i mean it's like it almost feels political to me and this isn't supposed to be political this is supposed to be about you know not it's supposed to be about helping you know set policy and move policy forward but not like be the experts in everything right to your point Correct. with teachers they're they're the experts what do they need what can we do to help support them in the administration and things like that and i feel like sometimes it's getting a little too much like i need to be louder so you hear me mm-hmm. and then it's like well if you're going to do that i don't really understand what you're trying to do so i appreciate that you're trying to breathe some of that fresh air into it and you're thinking about the people that are actually impacted at the end of the day yeah, me and the kids, and well, the yeah. teachers, and the administration, all those folks. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, what we set as a as a board that's that's their working conditions, that's their learning conditions. So, um, and I know a lot of people say like, well, to to get the true sense of being inside a school, go sub. I kind of cringe at that just because that was my first viewpoint before I got into education was, oh, I'm going to go sub to see if this is really what I want to do. And I was talking to some relatives who have been veteran teachers for a number of years in Illinois. And as soon as they heard me say that, they're like, uh, no, subbing is subbing might give you a taste, but it is not, you can't get a true picture because you're either going to get the kids on their best behavior or you're going to get the kids on their worst behavior. Like you'll have any, and you don't really get any, I mean, yeah, you're, you're basically crowd control mm-hmm. to a certain extent, right? You're a warm body that can hopefully relay the lesson plan that the teacher left, but depending on what classroom you're going into you know you're obviously not an expert in that content area so the sub plans oftentimes are going to be very watered down um so to to get a true sense of what it's like to be in there day in and day out building those relationships with the kids like 
unless unless you would be a long term sub and have a chance to build those relationships with kids, like, no, it, it's not a, a true picture. And I was glad that my relatives were like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes here. Don't don't do this thinking just because you sub, you're going to think this is the greatest thing in the world. Here's what it's really like. Now see if if how this will all play out. So it, I mean, it worked out in the in in the end. Um, I, I didn't have a bad substitute teaching experience. Um, actually, I really enjoyed it. But at the same token, I knew then going into it that you know subbing wasn't going to be having like be having my own classroom and knowing truly what teachers need and what administrators need and the support staff knowing knowing all of that. So. Um, so yeah, I mean, again, going back to bringing people together, um, I think from my experience, both before teaching, while I've taught, coaching, all of that has, has kind of led me to to where I am and that I feel like, even though at times I feel like, no, I'm not prepared for some things, but at the same time, I know everything that I've done has set me up to be ready for this moment. What do you think your colleagues, like when you're talking with them, like, what are they craving right now? Like, what are, what are the, what is the teaching community lacking that you really feel like you can, you can jump in? Like I always say, like, they just need to feel supported, but I don't really know what that means. I'm not a teacher, you know? So like, what, what do you hear from your colleagues that like, man, like if I could be on the board, I could really make a difference here or, or anything like that. Yeah. So, I mean, like you just said, being, feeling heard, feeling supported. Uh, I think that that carries more weight than a lot of people know. Um, because again, the, the easy answer is, Hey, let's pay everybody more. If in an ideal world, yes, that would be, that would be great. Um, but if you start paying people more then what else is being cut to accommodate that, right? It, I mean, the funding, there's only so much funding. So you got to figure out that, that piece of the puzzle. So, but to truly, to truly support a teacher, right. Is, you know, you can, you can say you're supporting them, but let's say I've got an unruly kid in my class. And I've done everything I can to, to, to figure the situation out. I've reached out to parents, nothing's working. So last resort, I send the kid to, to their administrator. Like I've done everything I can. I've tried to avoid, you know, having to get them written up, but here's where we're at. And then if that administrator takes it and be like, ah, no, go back and, and try it again. It's like, no, that's not supporting. Like you should trust that I've done everything I can now I'm, I'm asking for help. And when you get that help, that's, that's the support, right? That teachers need. They, we, we want to know, we want to know what's, what's expected of us. We want to know, okay, if this is the policy, if we go through and, and do what we're supposed to do, are we going to be backed on, on that? Right. So like if, um, and over the years, I feel like every year there's a different cell phone policy, Right. Some years and there is, there is, there is. And my very first year I traveled between two different high schools in the Ford Zumwalt district and one school allowed cell phones during passing period and one didn't. And I either didn't initially realize that, that they were different. I just figured one policy was one policy. It's district wide. Right. But it was different. So I go my first couple of days and I'm like, Hey, you're not supposed to have your phone. And the kid looks at me like, well, yeah, I can. And then I'm at the other school and nobody has it. I'm like, what, what is going on here? And then it, it dawned on me, no, each school had its own policy, which I get to a certain degree the longer I've taught that it makes sense because let's say you've got a building where for some reason it's vital that the kids need access to whatever it is. Not necessarily saying a, a cell phone is the right answer, but you know, t- being able to tailor 
the the rules and expectations in your building, especially on a larger district, is that beneficial? I, I again, I think it it you have to you have to get a pulse of the staff to find out is this a battle that they want to die on? Sure. You know, is that is that a hill they want to climb? Um, like for us this year in my building, like for the longest time, you know, hats were a no a no go across the board, and it's they're still technically not allowed, but enough either enough weren't enforcing it or enough how it actually came about. Like this year, like if a kid's wearing a hat, as long as it's not a disruption to what's going on, don't worry about it. Well, ultimately, the teachers are the ones that are working in the building, right? So I mean, just overarching, whether it's hats, whether it's cell phones, it's like, what do the teachers want? You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that type of experience would be absolutely invaluable right. because and you I, can speak from that. And I yeah. Think just, uh, you know, if teachers are voicing their concerns about what would make their job better and, and you just say, oh, well, here's more money, then you're not necessarily hearing out what's going to make their job better. You're just kind of exactly pacifying that. Exactly. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if somebody wants to go make go make more money, I mean, they could change careers. They could go do something else like Again, with what I teach with computers and technology, I've had kids ask me like, well, you could go make, you know, six times what you're making as a teacher working in IT. And I'm like, that's true. But I know education. I don't know how well, like I like IT. I I enjoy teaching it. I feel like I know enough to be dangerous. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I know enough to make it a long-term career that I could retire off of. Right. So it's, it's, yeah, you, you. Money's great, but you've got to you got to make sure that your staff feels valued, supported, um, has resources. I mean, in today's climate, making sure they've got you know access to to, to mental health, to to just things that can help them not want to you know just blow up at the end of the day, right? Have some stress relief, have some some outlets where they can they can do things, and and also keep a good you know work life balance. It's very easy. I know in my first few years, first married, no kids. You know, if I worked late, no big deal. But the older I've gotten, you know, you realize the value of making sure that you're not working 24-7 because at the end of the day, somebody else is eventually going to take your spot. But your kids, you're, you're, you know, you're the dad, you're the mom. Yeah. They're, that's the only one they're going to have. Uh, so making sure that you you balance that and take time for that, not saying you're neglecting your career, but knowing that you've got to have the right priorities in line. And even going back to supporting the teachers and stuff like that, like this year, I believe the school board that's currently on the the board that's currently there several times have pointedly ignored the advice and the um, opinions of the administration um, talking about counseling. It was kicked. The can was kicked four board meetings. I think like it was was was, at least two or three. It was was two or three, at least four. Because I think the information went out out in October, and they kept kicking the can because there's certain board members that didn't want to vote on it for whatever reasons. Um, the um, die on this hill comment from earlier this year, and I I feel like because those the people that are kind of listening to this or watching this are kind of probably involved with the Winsville School District, uh-huh. they kind of know what's going on, and so. Uh, I think we're we're at a point where we have those educators that are tired of it. Like they don't feel supported right now. They don't feel like their voices matter. And every time they stand up for something, they're getting pushed down by certain board members. And so there definitely, in my opinion, needs to be some 
better voices brought to the table to help orchestrate the governance of the school district. Definitely. Well, and something too, like when I first started teaching, right, like I kind of joked, like, I'm going to fly under the radar. Like, I don't want to ruffle any feathers. I don't want to do anything wrong because again, as an educator, like, you know, there's, there's certain things you can and can't do. Um, especially when you're on the clock during the school day, like you can't advocate for certain things. You can't, you can't push for certain things. Um, which again, I, it's, it's one of those where like you want to hear the voice of the teachers, but then when they speak up, they're told to shut up. And to me, that's not right. Right. I mean, if, if you worked at any other job, right, if you had a problem with something that's going on, you would want to hear from your employees. You would want to know what's going on. You wouldn't want them. Some to days. Be... <laughs> Just some, some, some days. days. Yeah. Some days. You want I mean, to hear from the employees. You want your business to be successful. Correct. So, Correct. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the motives are for not wanting to hear from your employees. If I was in management, I would want to know. I, I would 100 percent want to know. Now, you may not like what you hear. But at the same time, if you don't hear from your employees, how do you know if the policies and procedures that are in place, how do you know are they actually effective and working and and helping ultimately your client, the students, as best as it can? Right. I mean, if you're if you're not getting that pulse, if you're not getting that that information, that feedback, you're going to have you're going to have teachers that burn out in a couple of years and go on to something else. So then you're constantly, you know, hiring more and more staff instead of being able to retain the ones that you want to retain um, and, and, and saving yourself money in that too. I mean, if you're having constant teacher turnover, it costs more to hire a new teacher and train and, and get them into the system Absolutely. than it does to, to keep a veteran teacher. Plus, I, I mean, I know from a student standpoint, like knowing that, hey, can I take Mr. B in, in three years when I, when I get to high school? Right. Like you hopefully as a teacher, you build that reputation. So the kids want to take your classes um, like and look forward to that. Like I know my son now just starting kindergarten, like I would love for him to have the same teachers that my daughter had because right. I mean, we loved all of them. Now I know he won't have one because she retired, which she put in more than enough years and was a great teacher and she's paid her dues and it's time to time to go to greener pastures and enjoy your grandkids and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I know that happens, but at the same time, I know younger teachers, again, we've, we've got to figure out a way to not burn them out so fast and also not, not just drive them out because right. there's another job that's not going to harass them 24 seven for, for, for speaking up for what they need to, to be the best they can be. So, so breaking news. Yep, it's, a, it's a snow day tomorrow. Yep, I, no, kidding. <laughs> it's I, a snow day tomorrow for my wife. For Winsville. My wife sent the no text kidding. message. Yeah, Brian just showed me the yeah. the message from Winsville School District. <laughs> so you're gonna have. Some I people. love this time can, we're living in. Can Can you see the text message? I've got uh, the Winsville alert. I also got the Winsville app alert. Plus, my wife texted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're going to be having two kids help. No canvas, kidding. Canvas tomorrow. Yeah, let's go. Let's snow, go. Put up on hills the snow both ways. Let's go. Put on That's the snow boots and let's go, kids. People oh heard gosh. this news live on this podcast. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You heard there it here first. You know, David, I um. I appreciate your passion when you're talking about wanting the you know people to be heard because I mean why if you're running for a position like this some type of a public office why would you not want to hear from your quote unquote constituents who are the kids and the teachers and the people that are on the ground why would you not want to know well, like, ah, hey but I, there we go. well <laughs> done but you know it's just it's like what 
I don't. No, I no, I don't understand that way of thinking. If you if you don't want to hear from him, maybe this is in the jab for you. Exactly. But I'm really excited that you're all in on that and you're very open minded and you've got a stake in it. You know what I mean? And you're the perfect candidate for this because you don't have to do this, but you want to do this. A lot like teaching. You're like, yeah, I could go. You could go get a job somewhere else, but you love what you do. You're the right person that we should be talking to to help run a school board. Yeah. So I'm really I'm I'm really grateful that you jump yep. back in at this thing and mm-hmm. hopefully the community responds accordingly, right? But so. um, go vote April second. I yeah. just yeah, yeah April second get registered by March sixth. But I just yeah. think that's really cool that you're giving it another go. Yep. Okay. So thank yep. you. Yeah. Where are you going to be at in the community uh, the next couple of weeks? What do we got coming up? Uh, so next couple of weeks, let's uh, let's see the whole calendar here. I know we're going to be out doing live and some, die. So Google, Google Calendar. Um, I'm going to be out this weekend myself with my kids. Um, I think next weekend, the 24th, we have our, uh, our first, uh, scheduled lit drop. We're going to put some stuff out on social media. So stay tuned to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all that kind of stuff. Um, the, the 22nd, I'll be at the board meeting. So I'll be, uh, I'll be there on the 22nd. Um, stay tuned to Facebook. I'm, I'm going to probably hop on probably uh, Tuesday night, give a, just give some updates, kind of share some, some things that are going on. Love that. Um, 24th next Saturday, in addition to Lit Drops, um, I'm going to be at the, the Prairie View Trivia Night. So I, I told my daughter she's volunteering to help work, uh, which is, and I'm, I'm going to be there too. Voluntold. Uh, vol- yeah, voluntold, right? I love that. Um, time. I, I would not be very useful on trivia unless it's all sports categories. So I'll be. Uh, sorry, sorry. We already got a survey for our team. Brian, Brian's got an identic <laughs> memory about that kind of stuff. So. Sweet, sweet, yeah, and then um, yeah, just again getting out, knocking as many doors. The uh, the PTA meetings don't kick back up again until the first week of March, um, but I just got a couple more invites for for some of those the, that first week. So um, if any if any PTAs are listening and would love to have us uh, have us come out, I would love to come out and meet. Um, a question that's come up at some of those is would would I be a, a what do we call it sponsor uh, an advocate for having a, a student representative on the board. And I think that'd be huge, right? Having that that student voice that can that can share with us in real time what's going on in the in the schools and what the needs are of the students would be. It, it seems too obvious to not make sense. How would that? And obviously, maybe you don't know this, but how would you structure something like that as as far as what information that student would be privy to, and like, would they be? in closed session would they be just in certain settings or well obviously we would set it up for you know whatever agenda you're trying to achieve you know <laughs> come on <laughs> you're gonna be serious no no, like, no oh yeah no no <laughs> absolutely not no i i would say that would just be more of a and again i i don't see that being something that they would be in closed session yeah. right i mean again having not been in there yet to know the full parameters that would be something outside of what yeah. they would be chiming into but having them just at the general meetings, yeah, to basically give a student report. Hey, here's okay, here's you. what here's what life is like right now at Timberland. Here's what life is like right now at at Holt or Liberty or even. I think it would be cool not to just have high school, but let's get middle school involved too, right? I mean, they have student governments, they have mm-hmm. student councils. Um, you know, get get the younger kids a chance to to see what what you know a, a business meeting looks like through the process how to how to do things and just be able to give give us a report of what their perspective is because mm-hmm. i mean we can listen to emails and and read those all day long but when you have somebody there in person able to share on the spot right i i would rather hear and then be able to ask questions well 
well, why do you think that is? Why, what, what kind of support, what kind of the things would you guys need help with? Right. I mean, and, and again, I think too, having that, that student perspective would be great, but I think too, just having more contacts and maybe this already goes on. I'm just not aware of it. Um, but having more contacts as a board member with, with the schools, like we, we know we hear like legacy buildings need this and this needs to happen here, but as big as the district is, it would be impossible for, you know, them to reach out to everybody and everybody have a chance to respond, but have certain members that are, you know, your, your area is, let's say the Liberty feeder program, like those schools relay information to you if they can't attend a meeting to share what's going on. Um, just so we can, again, get a true sense of what's going on in the district from both the, from both administration standpoint, but also the teacher and the student standpoint is just to hear what, what kinds of things they need to, to help them be able to, again, educate our kids as best they can and all of our kids. So if you ever, if anybody out there has a question and they want to ask either David or Brad, um, I know they are very responsive. I've seen some of the video posts where people have, um, called, uh, videoed in uh, a question or they emailed a question and we were able to get it posted and have you guys sit down and actually answer it. So you guys are open for discussion, open 100%. for questions. 100%. Um, if you guys are out there, go ahead and get out there and vote on April 2nd. So, yeah. all right. Again, you guys, are, I, I love that you guys are back in it. I love that you're back in it. You're doing everything the right way. You're accessible. You're answering questions. You're doing everything anybody could ever ask. So it's like, Hey, yeah. Got to get the community to come out. You're yeah. making it to Speak the PTA meetings, to the to You're the You're putting Q&As. the work in. You're yep. putting the work in. Yep. Yeah. I, I will give a quick. I will give a quick plug to the PTAs. Thank you to those that have kind of conglomerated together and worked to have multiple ones at one event. Wasn't that great? That though, my gosh, that was great. <laughs> um, but again, if if I needed to go to every single one, I would go to every single one. You did. Yeah, sure. If if, <laughs> if if they invite me, I will. I will not say no. Because um, again, I want to meet as many people as I can. I want to learn as much as I can so I can I can be the voice for, for everybody. So once again, March 6th, 6th, March 6th is the last day to register to vote. And April 2nd, get out there and vote. You guys are the first two names first on the First two names on the ballot. Yep, the ballot. Brad, right. Brad's number one, I'm number two. And that's just because he got there before me and drew a better number. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, David, thanks right. for coming tonight. Thanks again. Yeah. For enjoy back. your snow day tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, enjoy the snow day. <laughs> Thank All you. Guys. Right. Till next, till next time. Till next time. Thanks, guys.